Welcome to the Checkable Health Podcast, where we're helping everyday moms rethink how their healthcare begins at home through healthy living, access to information, and technology. On each episode, we interview healthcare providers and experts on topics that affect us as mothers as we raise our children. We'll cover topics across the spectrum of health to bring awareness of important issues, conditions, therapies, and technology. We believe your healthcare begins at home with us moms. The healthier we are, the healthier our loved ones are. Hello, everyone. This is Patty Post, your host of the Checkable Health Podcast. I'm the CEO and founder of Checkable, where we are bringing healthcare home. And today we are talking with a pediatric dentist. Her name is Dr. Milka. Dr. Milka, thank you so much for joining me today. It's so happy. I'm so happy to be here and honored to be a guest on your podcast. You bet. Hey, mouth health is so important. Our hygiene of what we're doing in our mouth as adults is important, but we really need to think of that with our children. And sometimes it's overlooked. Um, so I'd love to talk with you today about the best practices, what inspires you to be a dentist. Um, so let's just get into it. What's the difference of pediatric dentistry and being a regular dentist? Yeah, so a pediatric dentist is a, someone who was first a general dentist and went back to school for additional training, additional training in how to care for kids to provide a welcoming environment. Um, so kind of the psychology of what it means to care for young minds, but also understanding their growth, their development. Um, they're a little bit of a moving target. You see them hopefully every six months, sometimes more, um, but every time they come in, they're a little bit different. Adults tend to be a little bit more the same as life goes on. Um, so you have to be able to kind of project if any changes we do today can impact their future going forward. Um, another thing that we look at is habits and lifestyle and just making sure that we're able to establish a good foundation for oral health and hopefully that leads to healthy habits um, into adulthood. Um, as pediatric dentists, we also help um, maybe kids or families who now we do have a lot of cavities and we're really young and what does that look like and how can we provide the best and the safest care for them? Super interesting about the cavity conversation because you can have three kids and one of them gets lots of cavities and one of them, the other two may not. Yeah. Uh, so, and uh, you know what happened with my family is they carried a lot of shame for that, like the other two were like, oh, you, you're dirty. You don't brush your teeth. He's like, and he, he is the most like disciplined one too. I don't know what it was, but, uh, the habits, can you talk to us about those habits that we should incorporate early? Yeah. So as soon as a baby is born, um, it's never too early really to start incorporating those habits. So as soon really? as a baby, yeah, as soon as a baby's born is important to stimulate the gums and initially just wipe the gums, get baby used to mom or dad being in there and cleaning their mouth. It's a very mm -hmm. personal area. Um, mm -hmm. So if the first time we're in there is a stranger, their dentist, the first time mm -hmm. they meet them, they're a stranger, um, is the one looking, it can feel very invasive. So the yes. sooner that we start, the better it is. Um, and then usually around those first six months, we start getting some teeth. 
then we can start using a soft bristled toothbrush. But really, those habits, we want to start them as early as infancy. That is so interesting. Never, ever did that with my kids. Uh, what A soft bristle brush, so that's just... Yeah. It just a softer for their little mouth. Yeah, I, I love a soft bristle brush for everyone, but especially mm-hmm. for um, young mouths, it's, it's very important. Just being very gentle on the gums um, and keeping the, the teeth clean for them, um, especially depending on what our feeding style is like as we're getting these teeth. We want to make sure that we're cleaning these teeth before going to bed. Um, I know a lot of young ones, it's very soothing for them to nurse or feed before bedtime. We Mm -hmm. just want to make sure that if teeth are there, that we're able to clean them prior to them falling asleep for the rest of the night. Oh, yeah. What what happens to us if we don't brush our teeth before we go to bed? Yeah, so different things can happen. So you had mentioned that in one family, you can have three different kind of scenarios. And sometimes habits are only part of the equation. So genetics play a role. Each mm-hmm. child has different genetics that may they may have more resistant teeth to bacteria or softer teeth. Um, diet habits come into play and then also hygiene habits. So we can only control so much of that. So mm-hmm. if we have softer teeth and we're more at risk for getting cavities, especially, and we are not able to brush and floss if our teeth are touching at that point, um, then we can start getting cavities. And baby tooth enamel is a lot thinner than adult tooth enamel. Um, and it's a lot less resistant also to cavities because of how it's shaped and then also just how thin it is. So once cavities start, um, they do tend to get bigger faster compared to adult teeth, unfortunately. So since we can't control genetics, we can control our diet and our habits, then <laughs> Being able to kind of, if you think of it as a scale, can't control the genetics part of the scale, but if we add more things like good hygiene habits, good diet habits, and preventative factors, then we can go towards the no cavity side versus the cavity side. It's always about the habits, isn't it, with health? Just how healthy are we living uh, in our routine daily, Mm -hmm. consistently? Yeah. Yeah. It's all about consistency. Exactly. This podcast is sponsored by Checkable.com. Checkable is revolutionizing healthcare by bringing healthcare home with fast and accurate at-home rapid diagnostics and pairing it with telehealth services available through our mobile application, available on the App Store and Google Play. Checkable.com offers an array of rapid diagnostics that allow you to own your health at home. We have a UTI, vaginal pH, and two rapid breast milk strips. One will measure alcohol and the other to measure nutritional value. Checkable puts treatment options at your fingertips so you can test at home, see a provider, and get your treatment plan sent to your neighborhood pharmacy. It's checkable.com. What about flossing for little ones? Do you recommend it? I do. As soon as two teeth are touching. So that can vary. So ideal shape and form for a child is a lot of spacing. Now, Mm -hmm. I know that as adults, we like to see all the teeth really close together and kind of Mm -hmm. 
quote, like Hollywood smile. Mm -hmm. Um, But for a child, spacing is very important to have space for those adult teeth. Also makes it less likely that we need to start flossing earlier. But Mm. if we don't have spacing, even if we're a couple months old or one or two years old, we do want to get in there with at least a little flosser. Now, if we have good spacing, traditionally, we don't start to lose that space until we're about four, where our six-year-old molars are going to start pushing through bone and bring our baby teeth actually really close together in the back. It's a very sneaky thing that happens at this age. Mm -hmm. So usually those are the first spots that kids sometimes get cavities because we didn't realize we lost the space back there. Mm -hmm. And now food, our snacks, our goldfish, sometimes even our gummy vitamins Mm-hmm. We'll get stuck down there. And if we haven't been flossing, then we start getting cavities in between our back teeth. So around four usually is that age where I like to start telling parents, hey, if you don't see space in between those back teeth anymore, it's because there's some big shifts happening. You won't see those molars till they're six. Mm-hmm. But that space is lost usually around four. That is interesting. That I hadn't um, thought of that, that they come in and then then they start getting their teeth looking more straight or yeah. you know, closer together. Yeah. Uh, from the habit side of things, yeah. on the Checkable Health app, we have it where you can create your habits and then you check them off every day. And I did that because I started with flossing, with just consistently flossing every single day. And how long could I get my streak? And, you know, like with traveling, always having your your toothbrush and your dental floss and then your toothpaste, of course. Uh, And how far could I get it without breaking it? And that's why we incorporated that. And we've done it at home with our daughter where she has her habits and flossing and then brushing her teeth twice a day is something because sometimes she'll just miss one or the other, not intentionally, but especially in summer, it's like you get out of that routine. So that's why we created that to help remind them like, oh, you're going to lose your streak. And that's something that kids now, Mm -hmm. I think, really like adapt to that. And they are sort of gamified pretty easily. Yes. I love that. Summer, because our routine has shifted, it's important. That's a great solution um, for families because we really want to be able to get that brushing morning and night. Night Mm -hmm. is the most important. And then flossing at night is also very important. Um, And there's lots of different flossing options. Mm -hmm. Um, So the most important thing is to get it in before the end of the night. Mm -hmm. Uh, The last thing I wanted to ask you about before I ask you about your philanthropic side, I love that part of what you're doing. Um, is trauma. Their children uh, will fall and they'll knock their teeth out. Uh, Can you just talk us through those moments? It's very high, intense moment uh, when that happens. Yeah. I think um, as a parent, the biggest thing is to remain calm because as you probably know, lots of your emotions, your children will read and they'll kind of mirror. Um, So whether it's just a routine dental appointment or a trauma appointment, Mm -hmm. um, the kids are looking to see how nervous should I be. Um, And then the next thing is hopefully we've been able to already establish a healthy relationship with the dentist and have a dental home so that this isn't the first time they're meeting their dentist. They already see their dentist as a friend, someone who's going to help them and someone who they trust. Mm -hmm. So then you can call your dentist and they can kind of walk you through the steps. 
As long as they're not, um, they haven't lost consciousness or anything that requires urgent, um, like an emergency room approach, um, your dentist will try to work you in that day um, to make sure that your son or daughter is doing okay. I really like making sure we have um, popsicles on hand personally and my family members. So like Pedialyte popsicles, they serve as a really good ice pack. Um, And sometimes the initial impact there's a lot of emotions, sometimes a little bit of blood, sometimes a little bit of swelling. So that mm-hmm. something comforting like a popsicle as an ice pack brings everyone's emotions down. And once we know, okay, we don't have to go to the emergency room, we don't need like any major surgery or anything crazy, let's eat that popsicle. Yeah. Let's get some electrolytes in, let's get some hydration, let's bring down the swelling. And then once you go to the dentist now, we can get a better image of everything that's going on and treat um, if we need to. With Mm -hmm. baby teeth, a lot of times per our guidelines of the American Academy of Pediatric Dentistry, we do a lot of what we call active surveillance or monitoring, where Mm -hmm. if everything's looking stable, we're able to just provide some consistent appointments to monitor um, and we don't necessarily always have to intervene. However, if a baby tooth falls out, it's very important for every parent to know. Baby tooth falling out, we do not want to put it back in. Now, if an adult tooth comes out, that is a time-sensitive appointment. We would want them to see their dentist within the first 60 minutes of that happening. Oh, wow, really? Yeah. And what's the reason for that? So when an adult tooth comes out, it wants to be back in its home, be back with the gums and the Mm -hmm. bone. And the best chance of survival for that tooth is to be back in its home within 60 minutes. Um, Sometimes parents can be the ones to place it back if they feel comfortable that they're doing it. Um, But that's why if you have a dental home, you can call your dentist and they can walk you through those steps. Um, Mm -hmm. If your parent doesn't feel comfortable doing that, they can store in milk um, or a saline solution. Um, Or if this happens to mom or dad, they can keep that same tooth in their saliva but the, we do not want to place it in water because it would dry okay. out the tooth. That's so interesting. My son got hit with a hockey stick. He had yeah. braces and his front tooth came out, but it was still attached. Uh, Perfect. The yes. And so uh, when I called the dentist, she said, just try to put it back in yes. there. Exactly. And I had to take a deep breath and yeah. put the it in there. The braces were super mm-hmm. helpful. They were. Yes, very. We've had some crazy uh, some crazy things like extra teeth up impacted in the roof of the mouth, another one in the sinus cavity. Uh, so we're very familiar. And I, I liked how you said, like, they are going to take on your emotions when something of trauma happens. And especially if there's a lot of blood mm-hmm. and or if a tooth is wiggly, just suddenly mm-hmm. they get. Uh, so that Pedialyte uh, popsicle is a great tip. Just settle it down a little bit because you don't want that. Um, you don't want it to get continually to swell, right? Yeah, exactly. Get worse. So you have a heart for helping others. Would you talk to us about about that? What you're doing with your practice and just on a personal side? Yeah. So I guess my calling to pediatric dentistry, as I see it, um, came through service. So that's mm-hmm. something that I want to continue to honor. Um, through my professional journey as well. Um, I wanted to be a general dentist going into dentistry, and I found pediatric dentistry through a project called Give Kids a Smile. 
um, the first Friday of February of every year, various organizations around the nation um, will donate dental care to children um, to create awareness for need. Um, and I helped run that at my dental school. Um, I've also, yeah, been involved in some mission trips where I've treated a lot of children. So that's how, what led me to pediatric dentistry. Um, in my personal office, I am in the process of opening an office called Positive Pediatric Dentistry, and service is something that's going to be integrated with our office as well through a nonprofit organization. Um, it's local to our office. It's the Ephrata Area Education Foundation, so we're trying to also support them consistently. That is so great. What a great way to even keep people like, oh, I'm, I'm so passionate about this practice because then they give back to the community yeah. and without having to personally put your time in, but to support someone like yourself that's doing that uh, really means a lot. That's, that's really awesome. Thank you. Yes. Um, well, how about some parting, uh, parting words or like your top two, three things that you say when you bid farewell to your patients? Yes. Um, could you give that to, to our listeners today? Yes. Um, my biggest things, like we talked about, kind of summarizes some of the points that we hit on. Establish a routine, something that is sustainable for your family that you can be consistent on and do it and do it well. Try to make it a family activity where parents can kind of lead by example. This is not just something that I'm telling my children to do, but they're also seeing me do it too. Um, I always like to give my warning snacks, so be careful with snacks that are chewy, sticky, and starchy. Mm -hmm. Really good snacks are things like cheese sticks, um, vegetables that are crunchy, things like apples, um, as they help clean the mouth, and then lots of really good hydration. It's mm -hmm. very important too. Um, mm -hmm. But that chewing with those crunchy um, and um, sustainable options such as apples, celery, that will stimulate your saliva and saliva is a natural buffer and help prevent cavities as well. Um, and then my other warning as my parting to my patients is to be careful with sticky vitamins, especially mm -hmm. at night. Um, so I really love alternative options that are either liquid or tablets um, to help prevent high sugar items that are sticky um, on these little teeth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or, and for sure, brush, get out of there. Oh, yeah. They are going to do it because they, it's, it does stick like it crazy. Does. It does. And so, yeah, that brushing morning and night and flossing every night. Um, but sometimes because it's a vitamin, we think, oh, we'll just give it to you right before bed. But mm -hmm. we still want to make sure that we're, the last thing we're doing before bed is that brush and floss. Mm-hmm. Well, for anyone listening that wondered why to do a pediatric dentist versus a regular general dentist for their children, I hope that they are inspired to seek out a pediatric dentist because it doesn't make a difference, even their environment. But everything that you're talking about is very child-centered. So can tell that you love what you do, Dr. Milka. Thank you. I really do. Good. Well, thank you so much for joining us today. Uh, what's the best way for everyone to follow you? 
Yeah, lots of different ways. Um, Instagram's probably the easiest, but we're also on LinkedIn, uh, YouTube, and then our website is positivepediatricdentistry.com, and it's spelled P-A-W. P-A-W, like a paw. <laughs> exactly. I love it. Well, thank you, Dr. Milka. And everyone, thank you for joining us today. Uh, please give us five stars on this uh, review or on this episode. Uh, a great review. Even write what you like to hear today would be so much appreciated. With that, I hope you make your home healthy uh, with healthy habits and finding the best resources out there. And I hope that we are one of the options to help you live your healthiest life. And with that, we'll see you next time. Thank you, Dr. Milka, for joining us. Thanks for having me. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Checkable Health Podcast. If you want more information, head over to CheckableHealth.com for show notes, links, and resources mentioned in today's podcast. Please hit subscribe on your favorite podcast platform to get all of the Checkable Health at-home healthcare details as soon as they're released. Find us on every social channel at Checkable Health. Cheers to living your healthiest and happiest life.